So there's something that I do just about every day, and I wonder if any of you do it too. It's something that, to me, feels like prayer, even though I don't say the word God or spirit of life, but it still feels like praying to me. Sometimes I'll do it before we sit down to eat a meal together or at nighttime. What do you think it is? You might have done it this week before you ate your Thanksgiving dinner. Any ideas out there? Thank yous. Anybody else? Gratitudes. Thank yous and gratitudes. That's it. Every day before I fall asleep at night, I make a list of all the things that I'm grateful for. I think about the people and the places, the experiences, the places all over the world, the things that move my heart that I'm thankful for in my life, and I name them one after another. Now, I found when I first started doing this that it was challenging sometimes, but it's a lot like Larry's song, the more we give thanks, the more we are thankful for. And I found that as I started doing this practice, more and more came to mind of what I was grateful for. Now, I'll admit to you that I started doing this gratitude list because sometimes I would do this thing when I would lay down to go to bed at night. Maybe you have done it too. I had this bad habit that didn't help me sleep where I would lay down and I would make a list in my head of everything that didn't get done that day. Or maybe I would make a list of all the things that I wanted to do tomorrow that I was sure I would get to. Or maybe I'd be making a list of the things I was scared of or worried about as I was trying to fall asleep. And it didn't work very well. So a friend of mine gave me a game. She said, let's call it the ABC gratitude game. When you lay down at night as you're trying to fall asleep, I want you to start with the letter A and name something that you're grateful for going all the way through the alphabet. So starting with A, B, C, blah, blah, blah. And she said, if you get all the way through, which I don't think you will because I think you'll fall asleep, but if you get all the way through, then start again at the beginning and challenge yourself not to use any of the same things the second round through. You guys get what I'm saying? Okay, so let's practice just to make sure you understand the ABC gratitude game. A, what are you grateful for? Apples air, nice one. Andy, Andy, definitely. B, B, babies, Blair. Bananas, is that what? Bacon, all right, how about C? Chris, definitely. Very grateful. Any other? Yep. Chocolate and church, two of my favorite things. All right. All right. Just to make sure you're on your toes, W. (laughs) What was that one? I can't hear anything. Welcome. No, Ward. (laughs) All right. uh, P. Paint. Potatoes. Pizza, prayer. I think you guys have this. This is pretty good. All right, so I want you to try it tonight when you're falling asleep. See how far you can get through the alphabet. And don't cheat. Don't just say whatever word you can think of that starts with that letter. You've got to be actually grateful for it. I think you can do it. Now, this past week, which was difficult in many ways, There were also some amazing things that were happening this week. And when I laid down on Wednesday night, which was the night before Thanksgiving, there was a lot going through my head and through my heart. 
You see, this Wednesday before Thanksgiving, some special things happened. And as I was going through my ABC gratitude list, when I got to the letter H, I could hardly keep up with myself. You see, H for me this week was the house that love built. Some of you were here last year when we took on this project over the winter holidays where we decided to look at our holiday giving and really refocus what the holidays mean to us. Instead of them being about buying so many things and gadgets and toys and living in this crazy culture of ours, we decided to focus on giving. And we asked each other to take a look at our holiday spending, to cut it in half, and to give half of that money that we would normally spend to a project that the whole church would work on. And we decided on the house that Love built. We sponsored a house with Habitat for Humanity. We raised way more money than we ever thought we could, and we built a house. The house is complete. And on Wednesday, it was move-in day. That's why my heart was so full when I got to H. You see, the house that Love built. I was grateful for each one of you who donated money and time and energy, the folks who got creative, who sold wreaths and chutney and collected change and did all kinds of things to contribute to this house. I was grateful to all of you kids who put the house that love built on your Christmas list instead of a game or a gadget. I was grateful to everybody who hammered nails or who brought lunches or who showed their support. I was incredibly grateful for my key the new homeowner who was going to move in that day. I was grateful for her vision and her persistence and what I think of as her sheer grit because she imagined a new way of life for herself and her kids. And she not only worked her full-time job and took care of her five kids, but she put in her 450 volunteer hours to qualify for this Habitat home. I was grateful to Habitat for Humanity who saw this neighborhood in Jordan and decided to focus on it. And so far, they've rebuilt or restored 25 homes in that one neighborhood. I was grateful for the adults and the youth from this church who showed up in the snow on Wednesday to help move my key in, to bring the furniture that was donated by bridging into her house to make those empty rooms feel like home. I was so grateful because I knew later she would move in all that she had, which was her clothing, to that house. And I was most grateful, perhaps, for the quiet moments I got to spend in the house after almost everybody had left. I spent time in Mikey's bedroom and in the kids' rooms, and I made the beds, mostly with sheets that folks from here had donated. I made their beds. They've never had beds before, let alone a room or a house. And I folded down the sheets just so, and I thought that maybe, just maybe, they'd be laying down to go to sleep that night or other nights and making their gratitude lists just like we are. My heart was so full. So you can probably see why I never really made it to the letter I on Wednesday night. I was just stuck there on H. Like I said, it was a hard week for so many of us, for our country, a a week where we're reminded of all the work there is ahead if we're really going to create justice. And I was feeling so grateful for this church that calls us not only to march for justice, but to change lives, our own and each other's, one at a time, through grateful hearts and generous, generous hands. I've been so grateful for this place, this community. And I've been grateful this week, too, for those of you who aren't satisfied with what we've done in the past, but who are already looking ahead, too. 
looking ahead to what are we going to do next in our journey toward racial justice, looking ahead toward what are we doing this holiday season. You push me. You help us all by drawing out the best that we can offer in one another. So, so many of you have been asking, what's next? What are we up to this year with our holiday giving, with how we're thinking about the holidays? And I'll tell you, next year in 2015, we'll take on one more single all-church project, something really big like the house that Love built. And this year, we're going to continue refocusing our holidays. We're going to continue working on giving rather than receiving. We're going to continue that tradition, but we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're still going to ask you to take a look at your holiday spending and cut it in half if you're able. We're still going to ask you to take that money that you didn't spend on gifts and spend it instead on something to serve the community. But this year, we want you to make the choices. We want you to slow down and pause, to talk to one another, to listen to the stirrings of your heart, and to make your gifts that way. Of course, we have suggestions. We always will. There are organizations out there that reflect our commitment to racial justice, that align with our work to help end homelessness and support students and change our world for the better. You'll get a letter later this week that outlines some of the organizations we're suggesting, some of the organizations that we already partner with as a church community. If you're one of the kids, maybe you heard about the Unitarian Universalist Service Committee over the last couple of weeks. Did anybody hear about that? Did you bring boxes home, maybe guest at your table boxes? It's a chance for us to remember that everyone is welcome at the table, that we need to continue to draw the circle wide. The Unitarian Universalist Service Committee works especially with people who are left out and who are, are in need of support in fighting for their human rights. It's an incredibly important organization. You'll also see a note in the letter, and you'll hear today about the fact that we're collecting $20 Target gift cards for Augsburg Fairview Academy. Augsburg Fairview Academy is a school that we've partnered with for three years now, following the lead of the students about what they need and what they would like support on. We've helped with a clothing closet and a food pantry there, and last year we gave $20 gift cards out to the students. For many of the students, they're experiencing homelessness, and this is the only celebration that they're going to have. And so this year, we want, again, to be able to give a $20 Target gift card to each of the kids. We need 150 of them, and we need them by December 14th. So you got two Sundays to turn these in down at the hub downstairs or at the church office anytime. It's going to be a bright spot for these students. If safe homes for all is something that you're particularly passionate about, passionate about, like me and like so many other folks, Beacon Interfaith Housing Collaborative and Habitat Humani for Humanity are organizations that work for, in our community to provide shelter and housing and advocacy. Like I said, you'll hear about all of these organizations later this week in a letter that you'll receive in your email inbox. But I want you to think, too, about what else you are passionate about. Maybe it's environmental justice. Maybe it's a school. Maybe it's our church community. I know that for my family, we're thinking about giving to the flood. It's a church down in St. Louis that Michael Brown's family belongs to, a church that was burned down last week, and they're looking to rebuild. There are so many good places to be giving of our time and our talent and our money. I hope that you will take that time in the next weeks to see what's moving in your heart to talk with your family and friends and see where you want to give this year. I know it's hard to believe, at least it is for me, 
that people are signing up for the Christmas pageant today. They're picking their roles. They did last week. And in a few weeks, many of us will be here in this room again. We'll be here with the kids dressed up as animals and angels and shepherds and all kinds of things. And we'll watch as Mary and Joseph come walking down that aisle like they do every year, lost and tired and about to have a child. And they'll be asking the same question that they do every Christmas. Is there room? Do you have any room for me? Do you have any room? I'll tell you, the first time I saw that happen here, and I knew that each of us had to say no, it nearly killed me. (laughs) Coming down the aisle, do you have any room? Do you have any room for us? I want our answer always to be yes here. I want our answer to always be yes. Yes, we have room in our homes, room in our hearts, room in our church, room in our holidays to care for everyone in our community. Let us answer yes. And let this be a place, this church community, where we can always come back to the tree of life, to that which sustains us, a place where we can lay our burdens down and pray with our hearts and our hands and our minds. May it be so. Amen.